0: We are so excited to announce that we have partnered with one of our favorite podcasts, Kinda Adulting, to bring you a spring book drive. The purpose of the book drive is to donate books to middle school girls who are currently in juvenile centers. Both ourselves and Kinda Adulting are working to encourage more girls to read by offering more interesting, representative options of literature.
1: The book drive will begin on April 7th and end on April 19th. Please consider donating and sharing the book drive link located on all of our social media and in today's episode description with your friends and family.
0: are back again uh-oh
1: uh-oh again. uh-oh i got a little bit of an. i got a little bit of, little bit of- <laughs> now what what
0: what i at first i didn't know where you were going with that
1: <laughs> yeah it I- was so
0: bad <laughs> I mean, but I got there eventually when, I, when, you, <laughs> the <laughs> when chorus. you said, yeah, when you said, I gotta let up it, I got
1: oh, okay. <laughs> bro, good times, the what? Right. That dance Continuity. was so intensive, like, on the low. It was low-key a workout. It was, bro. Literally. Um, but
0: Welcome. Back to Shewell Red. Welcome back. As per usual, we're doing a lot of unnecessary singing. <laughs> Not that you asked for it. But if you want to hear actual people sing who can
1: sing, oh. go check out our playlist on Spotify. Wow. the way you just transitioned into, like a little plug, that was amazing. And this is why you are the co-host of She Well Red. Right.
0: I just, you know, just like magic just like magic hey
1: okay can we get copyrighted
0: (laughs) not if we just sing it like that like if we played the actual song you know we might get a little trouble but singing it's different and i heard that but if they would try to ariana we love you so please don't do that and we're broke so you wouldn't get anything out of us right like like sue all you want right? <laughs> like, what are
1: you gonna... yeah it's a waste of time
0: it's a waste of time money for legal fees and etc it, emphasis on the etc <laughs> okay well back to what you all came here for today today we are going to be talking about chapters one of more than enough yeah. <laughs> And, Samra, would you like to read the quote for chapter one?
1: Girl, yes. bit. How did you know? I love reading the little, the intro, the little, the little, uh, you know, the quote. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that that thing, that thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that thing. Girl. Okay, let's stop. Let me I'm right. I'm honestly just filling time because I was finding the page. Speaking of page, do you have your book this week? I do have my book this week. Wow. I got it out of my car and here she is. Cute. She has the um hardcover. Big flex.
0: It actually, like, was low-key the same amount as the paperback cover. So I was like, I like hardcovers for, like, bookshelf purposes. I feel like they last longer. Okay, fair,
1: fair, fair. And
0: that's a personal preference of mine. Now we
1: know. Now we know. And that's that on that. (laughs) Okay, so this quote. Yeah, here we go. Are you ready? I'm here. Chapter one, Born Enough. Because the book's called More Than Enough. Right. Right. Okay. So the quote (laughs) is, I am my ancestor's wildest dreams. And that is by Brandon Umas, a.k.a. B. Mike. I don't know him, but... Anyway, I thought the the quote was pretty cool. Um, honestly, like, the day I read or, like, opened this book to read chapter one, um, in my notes, because I do that now, it's... <gasps> she takes notes? Yes, we both came prepared this... I mean, well, this season, we've been prepared, I feel.
0: Yeah, we've definitely leveled up this season.
1: I think so. I mean, besides the, like technical issues we had a couple minutes back
0: <laughs> y'all y'all you don't understand how long it took to even start this session
1: on god we got here at what like 6 30 it's been like 45 minutes <laughs> that's so sad i didn't even realize it had been that much time yeah a whole hour wasted on just technical shit
0: Yeah, and then also from that quote, I actually have that quote on a sweatshirt that I got from our friends over at Freedom Revamp. Check them out. Oh, I love that. Yes, I love their podcast. And when I saw that sweatshirt in their merch store, I was like, mine.
1: No, that's such a great, it's such a, I mean, when you think about it like that, it really is amazing how far I feel like we've come i don't know yeah in a general sense but also like in a specific sense like to me like my my ancestors were literally in africa (laughs) like one generation ago and so just being here in the states and having all this opportunity um That they fought for. They literally did. And, you know, they went through so much hardship and migrating was, like, no easy feat, so... You know, when you think about it, it really is like our ancestors' wildest dreams.
0: Yeah, it's just like one of those quotes that like when you read it, it just hits you. And I feel like there's a lot of those quotes in this book where it's just like, it's almost unexplainable how you feel once you read it. Mm -hmm. Um, But of of course, we're going to try our best to put it into words for y'all. For y'all. It's all for you. Ooh, wait a minute. But let us know how they hit you. By emailing us at shewellreadqa at gmail.com. And, you know, we'll do the thing and the thing and thing. Period.
1: Or um, you can write us a letter about how it makes you feel. Because we have a P.O. box now. Season two, Tings. Period. Um, if you want to know our P.O. box address, it's in our Instagram bio. I believe it's also on Facebook. Etc. etcetera,
0: etcetera. Holiday, et et ah, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> so like this chapter, I feel is very much like Elaine's origin story. Yes, yeah, she's like, setting the foundation. It. Yes, and it was like she. It was so cool how even she made like birth, like coming to this world was a whole struggle mm. because her umbilical cord
1: was wrapped and they said that she was a boy ah yes i i felt a lane on this one <laughs> because that same thing happened to me wait did it really on god my dad actually told everybody i was a boy so they brought like it's a boy balloons and like boy clothes and all these things for a boy and i i was definitely a girl so <laughs> oh my gosh that's wild Really, really crazy,
0: but that's actually kind of cool, Loki. Okay.
1: I feel I just really feel like I relate to this girl Elaine. Like you know, she's into the fashion stuff. Yeah, no, that's like really it.
0: <laughs> once we get to chapter two, I was like, oh, here we go. This is it. Girl, Here's where
1: chapter yeah. two is the nitty gritty.
0: It is, but you know, let's 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 get there first. Let's
1: focus on chapter right, one.
0: Right, right, <laughs> right. Why we're here right now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, she was kind of born with this promise of a better future and like a new hope for breaking generational chains Mm -hmm. um because of the struggles that came before her she can dream of the potential beyond what any of them could like going back to the quote about being our ancestors wildest dreams like i think that's kind of why she chose that quote because she knew she was you know going to be writing about that specifically um and you know, I liked how she was. Say- she said, "We are all born with a sense of possibility and limitlessness and indestructibility." Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes it's really easy to forget that. You know, we're all we all have a purpose here, like big or small. Like there's a reason why you're here. And I feel like sometimes you have to remind yourself of that. And like you're constantly like finding your path and like where it will lead you.
1: Yes, and honestly um if i can read part of like chapter or not chapter but page three that little the um paragraph after the invention Mm -hmm. is that cool with you if i just take it away yeah, yeah of course i just thought it was so dope it says and i think that this is like exactly what you're talking about when a girl Mm -hmm. is born a universe of possibilities is born with her when a little black girl is born she's born with the promise of a better future her life represents new hope for breaking generational chains of systematic oppression of just discrimination of abuse that have plagued our lineage and it is because of the struggles of the strong women who came before that she is born with the potential to dream beyond what any of them ever could
0: Yes, absolutely. Like this, like the next couple pages is basically like everything I was talking about, and then specifically like moving on, if that's alright. Mm-hmm. Um, when there was this one quote that, like, I get why she put it in here, but I also like my toxic alarms went off in my head. Okay. Uh but let me finish first before people start coming for me.
1: All right. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay this and is so a safe I,
1: space no
0: one's coming yes, for you i'm weak and so it the quote says we went through what we went through so that you could live baby girl mm. and to an extent that quote can be taken positively absolutely like I went through this struggle so that you wouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some people take that and turn it into a manipulation
1: like, type of tactic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's such Absolutely. a good point.
0: Absolutely. So I think we have to be very careful. Like obviously in our words in general of how we say things, mm. um, but also like if you like for instance. If I say I'm going to do something for you, like I'm doing that out of the kindness of my heart, and I'm not about to throw that back in your face mm. when I need something from you. And it's like, well, I did this for you. And it's like, okay, but I didn't know I we were, you were just... keeping score. Right, right, exactly. And I think, you know, honestly, in a lot of Black households, that happens where that guilt. your parent, that guilt, yes, exactly. Mm. Um, and I think that's something that we're noticing more like in our generation that we're trying to stop mm-hmm. um but like that was just like my first thought like the like that the whole section itself is not like <laughs> like it's it's an empowering like section but like just when I read that part of the quote I was like oh yikes like trauma PTSD
1: no I mean that's a great point and like I feel like parents love, well, parents who haven't done their own internal work, even in my household, like that was sometimes put on me, like, you know, why are you like doing like nothing or like, you know, being lazy or something like that? Like we went through so much for you to be in this school and doing this and like why aren't you in more extracurriculars and like the pressure that they put on you and it's like i didn't ask for this and it almost takes me back to like i didn't have to be born it's like yes i didn't ask you to have me i just ended up here because like you wanted a kid and so i don't owe you anything and if you're gonna you know, like that makes me like, if you're just going to hold it over, it's totally like what you're saying is I, I didn't realize that that's what this was like. I thought this was like an unconditional love situation. Right. Exactly. And I don't know. I feel like,
0: okay, so there's, I'm looking it up right now. There is this girl, this, um, woman. Okay. Wait, wait a minute. Her pronouns are they, them. Okay. Um, So So they, mm -hmm. they have a profile on TikTok. Their name is Tori Phantom. And she posts kind of like what could be perceived as like controversial, like parenting tips. But like, it's what works for her in her household. And she actually addressed this in one of her TikToks. Oh,
1: um, wow. We love love parenting.
0: yeah what like she said it best though like i feel and right now i'm trying to okay here it is um what she said she said i decided to have children they don't owe me anything for it i owe them a good life
1: yes exactly and i think that you know i could go on a whole soapbox about how i feel like having children (laughs) is ultimately selfish because there's so many children who don't have parents already. And for you to just be like, I want to see my generation or like my genes in like some little kid and create a lot, you know, it's like, ultimately it's not selfish. And that's just me taking it to the extreme, which, you know, I do that all the time. It's okay. That's all right. But it really like, I I feel like that it kind of brought me to, to that where it's, if, it really isn't I like how she said that basically is what I'm getting at (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like I
0: wish like and even all throughout the comments people were like you know I wish my parents would have this idea more and like like not just say it but like live it too
1: girl wait a second that actually reminds me of like one of my favorite poems and it's literally about children I'm about to pull it up bit this is what oh, i mean our- about how we never think it's we're gonna talk that much about a chapter because it's 10 pages and then we end up <laughs> having so much going content. on and on yeah like now
0: we're we're a parenting we're a parenting
1: podcast are we <laughs> with no with kids no children i'm oh, god <laughs> okay here it is here it is it's called on children by khalil Gibran. And it says it's kind of long and I'll, I'll maybe like we'll post it on our story or something when this drops. But it says your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. Um and, and it kind of like goes on. There's like one more little paragraph, but that's kind of the gist. And I just really like how he said that enough to where I saved it in my camera roll.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is like our like internalized venting session on certain things that happened childhood in our childhood. Trauma, right. Yes. I wonder Loki, that would be like and I'm going to look for it and if y'all know of any podcasts that do this like to, like, people that talk about all the things that happened in their childhood and, like, how they would change it and, like, better parenting tips. Like, is that a I podcast? Don't I don't know. I know, like, the the TikTok person I was just talking about, like, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. And they do that every so often. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like that could be – it could be a really
1: fun podcast. But anywho. I feel like that would be such a slap in the face to your parent, though. The parent of the podcast house, you know what I mean? It's like true. We're gonna go through every single thing that you did not do right, in my opinion. <laughs> and oh my gosh, we're gonna break it down.
0: <laughs> so okay, last thing, there's a show called Mom. And basically, like, her daughter does that, like, because, like, her, like, she was an alcoholic and, uh, like, did drugs and stuff, uh, but, like, changed her life, mm-hmm. but, like, her daughter got kind of the short end of the stick of all of it, and mm. so then she made a podcast talking about all the situations she had ever gone through during that time.
1: That's so And crazy.
0: then, like, and then, like, took other people's stories, too. <laughs>
1: it's like a huge fu you to your mom or your parent
0: who raised you yeah but i think there could be some good not like how she did it it was loki like just bashing her mom the whole time Ooh. but i feel like there could be some good from it no totally,
1: from it. totally 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 if it was like crafted the right way you know maybe like anonymous type <laughs> things <laughs> Right, and,
0: like, the hosts, like, they could bring up their traumas, but, like, why are we planning a whole podcast
1: on our existing podcast? I mean, I mean, it's just an idea you had, and we're exploring it. (laughs) No. We shall continue. I totally feel you, and I... I think that the things that we really like had sore spots in our childhood are things that we are probably going to go the extra mile for when it comes to our own Mm -hmm. parenting. And I think that that's just how it goes in nature. But like at the same time, you know, no parent is like a superhuman and they're all just taking it one day at a time. You know, half the time they don't know what. The heck's going on, <laughs> right? And like, we'll make our own mistakes too. Yeah, you know? our kids will have their own podcast to talk about us. Exactly. Like the cycle will continue, and we're not trying to bash any parents. But like, of course, things that were in our childhood are the things that, like, you know, usually you end up going to therapy for.
0: Right, and that's just that. That's on tea that. literally why I'm in therapy. But anywho, um. I mean, so many other things, but that is one of them. <laughs> I'm full-blown so crazy. Right, like, my therapist has told me I'm nuts. Just kidding.
1: <laughs> I called my therapist today.
0: Thank goodness. Bravo. Can we put some, like, clapping sounds
1: in the background right here or something? Because it's been months. I'm proud. It's been months. It's guys. been months. Like, I am out here preaching therapy, and I am also simultaneously avoiding my therapist like he was leaving me voicemails like hey (laughs) I was like uh yeah I'm just gonna keep scrolling past this um that's when you know it's bad that's when you know it's bad um and usually for me I kind of hit a really low point and then I'm like wow this is probably because I'm not going to therapy and so that's kind of where I was but hey, we're doing better. You haven't completely
0: reached that point yet, and you're go and you called your therapist already before. Progress. Progress is all that we're about here. Yes, no matter how big or small, we love to see it. Truly. Okay, now back to the book.
1: <laughs> so unique. Well, I'll take it back to page four. Um, what started all of this? That that triggered our PTSD. <laughs> Um, yeah. I I wanted to flip the switch a little bit and talk about how my mom, Susie, um, Susie, Susie is the best. Hopefully, she listens to this episode. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, we love Susie here. We do, in fact, love Susie, and she. I just wanted to give her a little shout out. She wasn't born in the states, and so like when my whole childhood. She always told me like, I couldn't run for president, but like you could, you could run for president if you wanted to. And I was always like, mom, I don't want to do that. That's not (laughs) in my goals, plans for the future. But she always preached that to me and just basically kind of reminded me that my options are endless or limitless or, you know, the sky's the limit, whatever cliche you want to throw in there. But, (laughs) um, you know yeah that's it right but heard yeah I thought that was kind of nice right yeah
0: and that's that yeah because I think you're relating that to Elaine's mom and her approach to that same thing low key
1: yes yes so and that wasn't the way she did it, it was not in like any type of pressure like you need to become the president what are you doing <laughs> mm-hmm. it was just like you can you know and that's kind of powerful in itself
0: right 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 for sure it is like just that reassurance that you know you can do this and I like I said I feel like we all need that boost from time to time Mm -hmm. um so if you haven't heard that in a while here is us telling you you can do it you can do this you can do hard things you can get through this and your she well Red family is here for you
1: yes and join the facebook group so we can all be friends and family and all that yeah we can even talk about our ptsd in there <laughs> yeah we'll start a whole like trauma session trauma thread yes that could get dark Oh
0: my gosh. Maybe 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 we could do like a little a little call of some sort. I don't know. We'll see. Stay tuned. Do, 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 do. I'm weak. Um, okay. Ooh, something I really liked that she talked about was um uh, like kind of this theme of where we came from and what our names mean mm-hmm. and like how her name means ray of light. And I actually did some Googling and my name means precious child. Aww. Um, you are a precious child <laughs> And I was like that's just so cool Like you know seeing like Where you like you know just like What like what your name means can mean like a lot And I feel like that's why like parents are like Like really stressed about picking
1: names Yeah it determines your child It's like personality yeah, like, it, like, or something It like sets... It like sets the tone. Totally, totally, totally.
0: Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And in, in Gaelic, which I don't, I don't really know what that is, but in Gaelic, Alana is the term for beauty or serenity. So, fun fact. Gaelic. Why do I feel like that has like Irish? It is. It is. It is. It is. I think it is. Irish I think it is.
1: Maybe Irish something. Yes. Um, but yeah. So, Samer, do you know what your name means? Well, I was named... My name is supposed to be, like, kind of coming from the Samaritan woman in the Bible. So she was mm-hmm. the woman at the well and Jesus. um, He, like, talked to her, and she believed in what he was saying, and her life was changed. Um, But, you know, I feel like I've always really liked that little story in the bible because i've because my name comes from that and i think that samra is like a unique twist on that samaritan woman situation yeah so i was like "Huh, gang okay that's gang
0: yeah that's pretty cool but yeah and so she kind of goes into like you know how, like her parents' story, which, oh my goodness, their relationship story is so cute.
1: Goals. Yo, it really was. Do people even have cute stories like this anymore? Oh my gosh, another... I feel
0: like I should get like a little ding, ding, ding when I'm like, hey... Do you have a really cute <laughs> love story like the one in the book? Yeah. Or your parent your parents have a super cute love story?
1: I love uh, a cute love story. Let us know. Story. I'm such a sucker for romance.
0: Yeah, and since like these episodes will be coming out around like February-ish, maybe, like in like Valentine's feels, like mm-hmm. send us your love stories. That
1: would be so sweet. Oh, yes. Send us a picture too. I wanna to see Yes. We'd love to see it. It would really make our day.
0: Yeah, and you know all the things. Link in bio on everything. Link tree. She will read QA at gmail.com if you want to email us. All the things. All of them,
1: etc. Looking for an age-appropriate gift for a teen or tween that incorporates reading with beauty? Beauty in a Book Box is a quarterly subscription box company for tweens, teens, and adults. Each box is professionally curated by an educator, nurse, and cosmetologist. All boxes include accessories and beauty products.
0: Established in 2019, their purpose is to align literacy and personal care. Beauty items can range from makeup, skincare to hair products. They offer book options for the teen and adult box. One-time gift options can also be found on their website. Use our code BAABB16 for 10% off your first box. etc.
1: Oh, and speaking of their love story, the part where, um, I guess this is where she's on her first day of her new job. Mm -hmm. And she asks the boss if the men could take their basically like pornographic pictures that they had or like in their Mm -hmm. um, cubicles and things. She basically like walked in, felt uncomfortable and stood up for herself in that moment. And (laughs) there's a line where it says the man laughed nervously, taken aback by the audacity of her request But the images were gone the next day, so I just thought that that was super great, you know. What a what a what a boss move! She is her mom is like the OG like boss B boss (laughs) (laughs) B, boss lady, boss lady. Yes. Um. So anyway, that was just a whole mood. Page seven. Yeah. If y'all are reading along with us.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Um,
1: and Oh, and then I also... I'm so sorry. No, you're
0: good. Go for it. It's
1: just also on page seven, the part where she's saying, um, (laughs) my life is hard enough. Ain't no way I'm going to make it harder by going out with a white man. I just... Like, how real is that?
0: It is really real. And for those of you who are choosing not to read the book and who are trying to attempt to follow along to our gibberish, um... Basically, Elaine's mom worked with her grandmother on her dad's side and she was like, you know, I want to introduce you to my son. I think y'all really hit it off. And of course, Elaine's mom is black and um, her dad's side is white. Elaine's dad's side is white and so that's this is what Samra is talking about like when she was like oh yeah y'all would really hit it off she was like um excuse me (laughs) ma'am
1: yeah and I just I I wonder like how many of us like black women feel that way because there's definitely moments where I'm just like it doesn't seem appealing you know but for the right person I guess things are different And if someone can understand you, it doesn't really matter at all, like what the race of the person is. Right. And I think, I think that's very much
0: like a before our time type deal, because I think things have definitely changed now. Like you see interracial couples and it's not as like shocking, I guess, like the shock of it is not as promising, prominent as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, That does not mean that we have a ways to go with things like that. Um,
1: Yeah, like I remember being an interracial relationship, and we would get looked at like in every restaurant that we were in because we live in, we lived in Hoover or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) that.
0: Yeah, but like, did like so? Did you feel like super uncomfortable like in those moments?
1: I mean, to an extent, yes. But, you know, it's just like, what are you going to do type of thing? Like, not go out? <laughs>
0: right, right, right. It's like, you have to take a stand, low-key. Like, okay, you mad, but I clearly don't care.
1: Yeah, and it just, it just sucks to be put in that position, especially as a young person. It's like, you guys are grown, and you're, you know what I mean? It's like, don't mm-hmm. put your, like, whatever judgment on me because i'm like young and free and living my life right
0: (laughs) right right and like just because like your preconceived idea is not my preconceived idea like you know yeah
1: exactly it's like they were yeah like that's all so you know even today it's like Do I want to go through that? Do I want to educate this person on why I wear a bonnet at night? Like, random things that just, like, you don't have to do when it's somebody that is your race. Yeah.
0: Yeah for sure but I really like how she talks about her like she says my dad has always celebrated the ways in which my mom instilled a full embrace of black culture in our household from her catfish and cornbread dinners to the black history books strategically mm-hmm. placed throughout our home um,
1: I and, you know, her mom is like actually the coolest the more that I read about her the more I'm like you're so dope and I want to meet you Right,
0: like, Elaine, if we can set that up, we'd love to meet you, first of all, and your mom, too, would be a bonus.
1: Can we just get brunch or something? Like...
0: Please! in our line. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, tag Elaine in the comments so that she sees this when this episode drops on our, on our social media posts.
1: Because you know we gonna promote it. And that's what we
0: do. Okay, but... Yes, and then she also, like, she talks about, like, this idea of checking boxes, mm. and I'm trying to find... Yeah, what page are you on?
1: I think I'm on 11, possibly. Ooh. I'm trying to see. I liked page 11. Okay, if
0: you want to talk about what you liked about page 11 while I find what I'm talking about, Ooh.
1: Okay, yeah, so basically, page 11... Well, it's kind of like a little bit, a little bit after where you were talking about where um, Elaine talks about how her dad has always celebrated um, how their mom celebrated their culture in their household. It, mm-hmm. It's kind of when she's explaining <laughs> uh, her brother, and her brother is um, older than her. Yes, older than her, and he was like this black kid while Elaine was kind of trying to fit in in her predominantly white society. Her brother just did not care. Um, Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) I I just thought that like that kind of reminded me of Tyler, the creator and the story that he tells about when he was young And how he didn't fit in with the black kids or the white kids and just kind of, like, did his own thing. And I just think that it's so great when you're a young person that can fully embrace yourself and, Mm. you know, not be afraid to just to, like, express yourself. Did I just say that? I don't know if I just said the same thing twice. Um, That's okay. Emphasis. But, yeah, the emphasis of it all... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's for the emphasis. And I just, I just, I strive to, like, parent kids who are secure enough in themselves to just go all the way. Do Just because when you're young is really, like, the time to explore yourself, I feel. Right,
0: because I feel like that's when a lot of learning happens. Mm-hmm. And, like, the earlier you start learning about who you are, the better.
1: For sure, because it's, like, just not as fun to have... <laughs> And a wake up moment at like 25 when you've already, you got your degree, you're already in your first job. Like, you know, there's just things that cannot be taken back. And yeah, or
0: like myself, didn't find myself till I got to college. Like, not the time.
1: It was not (laughs) the time. There's literally (laughs) no time for that. (laughs) So it was hard, but like, here we are doing the things yeah it works um, whenever it happens of course but just the earlier I thought that was cool and I think that that has a lot to do with like how, how serious their mom was about instilling black culture into them absolutely um, did you find
0: your thing that you were looking for? I did and it's on page 12 okay and basically um there's this there's this quote nobody puts a baby in a corner um i'm pretty sure that's from dirty dancing is that dirty Dancing? i'm pretty sure that's dirty dancing i think so and she tells the story of when she was younger and they were these pink reeboks and her mom loves the story and apparently you know when she was a baby her parents would put her in these like baby walker things and um she would be like roaming around the house like going everywhere but if like she ever like got stuck in a corner like she would get so mad like she would break out in highs like her face would be super red and you know she'd just be like really like intemperated like just upset
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so when she was 10 months old um her mom bought her these pair of pink Reebok sparkly sneakers And as soon as she like put them on, like she was off and running and walking and like all the things and like just like that, like no baby steps, like she was just ready to go. And she feels like she goes on to say there have been so many times in my life since when I felt stuck in a corner like that little baby. Mm her past self and each time her mom has always been there to say you know just slow down you have to crawl before you walk and she was like I hate when she says that and she'll be like you know she like she was basically saying like her mom is ra- raised a woman who was born to run basically her mom's like much more go with the flow um, because she comes from a generation that talked black that taught Black women to take what you were given and to make do with what you had and not go against the grain. Mm. And, like, Elaine talks about, like, you know, she's never been good at that. So, like, this theme of, like, checking these boxes and, like, I feel like in life there are so many boxes, quote-unquote, we have to... Be or check or are pressured into checking that sometimes it feels confining. Mm-hmm. But like, why not make our own boxes like Elaine and
1: her brother did? Right, that's so true. And I really feel what Elaine is saying. The with like the generation before us, it really is more. I guess maybe not the generation before, but the generation two generations back. So when like, I guess our grandmothers, it really was just kind of, you play the role of the wife and the mother, and you don't step outside of that. You don't have a reason to, and you find that these women don't want to, and that's how where they're comfortable. And I'm just super thankful that <laughs> the rise of the nasty woman happened when I was alive, and I get to be empowered and not to say that women before us were not empowered but i feel like we have such we have so much more freedom in that regard than the previous generations of women hey sams hey lana remember how we said i totally have a radio ad voice a showman You know, that will come in handy now that we're looking for sponsors to be featured on the show. You heard it here first. We are now looking for sponsors for the show. Want to have your ad featured on
0: one of our episodes? Check out our sponsorship deck on our website or send us an email to shewellread at gmail.com. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, And like something like while you were talking about that, like made me think about like, you know, Back in like generations before us it was thought that women should be in dresses and skirts and wear pantyhose and like this certain look and now we have Kamala who like I don't think I've ever seen her in a dress or a skirt like she has always been in a pantsuit with either sneakers or like Tim's or like heal sometimes <laughs> she's maybe. making a
1: statement she loves converse
0: love yes. Converse, bro yes and like there are so many people who are like oh my gosh like i like you know like me i noticed like she's never worn a dress but like i was like girl go for it like if that's what you're comfortable in like do it and there's nothing wrong with that and you know they even did that with hillary because hillary was like pantsuit queen yes um, so boss Right, and just this idea of like that people really think like, just because you're a woman, you have to meet this certain look. Yes, and it's like
1: it's actually you can tell the Fox News anchors versus CNN and things like that because yes, like little things like that. Yes, in Trump's White House, all the women wear dresses; they don't wear pants, and. You know, I think that's so different than the democratic stage where all the women are usually wearing pants. It's a pant suit. Right. And like,
0: it's more like, you know, do what you want, basically. Not, And we are not trying to get political. It's just making examples. I mean, unless you want to take it there, in which case. I, nope, I don't, nope, I'm not, I'm not going there. I don't have the energy. I don't have the time. (laughs) But January 20th will be a great day. And that's all I'm going to say on that.
1: And that's on period.
0: Period. (laughs) And also a quote from um, my father the electoral college has spoken.
1: Oh, yes, they have. They have Um, indeed.
0: Anywho, back to the show. Um, so to wrap it up, like, okay, which was, okay, if you guys listen, if you looked at our newsletter, from December and listen to the podcast episode with DVF and Elaine and you would have heard about this story already but if you didn't listen which you still should if you didn't um they talk about this story of Elaine being enrolled in a beauty pageant when she was three years old and you know the rest of the toddlers were like you know attached to their moms and too shy to walk and talk on their own but like when it was her time to go she was like let's do this like i don't like mom i don't need you Uh, (laughs) she literally ditched her mom right she was like i got this and you know she did it and she won and the last sentence on this is all on page 13 really got me she said all i knew is that day i was one of them and you couldn't tell me nothing one of who okay so sorry backstory she was the only brown girl in that pageant Mm -hmm. um but no one she was like but no one tells a three-year-old that and she didn't know that then she had defied any expectations and she didn't know what kinds of people got to wear those crowns and so she says all i knew is that is that day I was one of them and you couldn't tell me nothing. Heard that. Sorry, I needed a little refresher. No, you're good. I Sometimes I, I forget that, you know, we're retelling this from the point. It's if someone hasn't read this. Um, so no, thank you for that.
1: No, yeah, totally. And honestly, that kind of brings us right into chapter two. Because I feel like chapter two is really, I mean, it's called White Paper Family. And I feel like it really is like her internal struggle of being a black girl in a white world. Right. And so,
0: yeah, we, that's chapter two. We will discuss that in our next episode. Leave us all of your comments. In all of the places. I feel like I put that down your throats this episode, so I'm gonna chill out. And et cetera. <laughs> et cetera. I feel like we should name. We I feel like that's gonna be it. the name. That's gonna be the name of this episode, et cetera.
1: Et cetera. Wow. <laughs> I just happened to look in the acknowledgements page, and she shouts her therapist out. That's so awesome. Period.
0: Period. Um, and until next time, um You All Red,
1: I'm Alana. And I'm Samra see y'all next time bye bye thank you for listening today we hope you enjoyed the episode please follow us on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok at she to stay in the loop also be sure to send us listener letters fan mail or pr to our new po box 1725 gardendale alabama 35071 And remember,
0: if you have anything to add, comment, suggest, feedback, send it all to shewellreadqa at gmail.com or post about it in our Facebook group. And for any business inquiries or collabs, send us an email to shewellread at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe, download, and leave a review for today's episode. We love you and stay well read. Bye. Bye!